Sub dogs. Sub dogs. One of my favorite things to do is when I see a dog is be like, Sub dog. That joke kills. <laughs> so in this episode, uh I talked about the Avett brothers and uh being in House of Blues last night. And that gig was awesome. Um and it was it wasn't long before I you know, talked about how much I hate crowds and people in large numbers, which apparently I can't get through anything without bringing that up. So there's that. But um, anyway, yeah, just covered all covered that. Talked about the weather like an old man. Uh, I ended up having a good time, and I talked about how weird it was that I had a good time, which is weird. But anyway, not going to give it away. Um, but I will say that if you give a shit at all about people not taking massive amounts of prescription drugs and such, the state of South Carolina is going to vote on March 20th to legalize medical marijuana for certain, certain like drastic needs and uh, it's called the Compassionate Care Act. You need to Google the Compassionate Care Act and find out what that's about. And and uh, it would no matter which way you lean on this subject, I, it would mean a lot to me personally if you would read into this and see what uh, see what is possible in this area. But I'm not going to go. I cover a lot of that in the episode. But if you don't make it to the end, uh, do for whatever time reasons. I wanted to go ahead and get that out now. March 20th is the deadline on sending in literature on how you feel about this thing or calling your congressman and telling them how you feel about this if you if you feel seriously about it and uh anywho, I'm doing my part. I'm uh, I'm 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 publicizing this, but anyway, without further ado, here's episode 10 of Merle's own stuff. Welcome to it, guys. Enjoy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Awesome. Good. Great. Glad to hear that. So happy to hear that. That sounds sarcastic, and it kind of is. Of course, I can't hear you. Or can I? Uh, so it's going to be one of those... All right, so I haven't haven't released uh, any content in the last couple weeks. Um, uh, we've had, I, I say we, I mean out of habit. I have had horrible sinus issues. You can hear them now, probably in my voice. That uh, I just the weather changed down here. It'll be it was it was freezing, windy yesterday. Kind of well, not freezing, but just windy as fuck and cold as shit yesterday. And apparently it's like in the seventies today and sunny and, uh, it'll be, it'll be, uh, you could utilize your entire closet in one day here. Like it, it, it's just impossibly ridiculous to figure out what the weather's going to do. And my sinuses are just as, uh, out of the loop as I am because they got no clue what's going on and, they're fucking with my voice and my energy, man. And I already don't have a lot of energy, 
They're taking what I got. But anyway, it's Friday, so we got a little bit more energy than normal. Even though this is the beginning of my week, there's just some magic that comes on Friday that you remembered when you were a kid and you were getting out of school and you ain't got shit to do for the rest of the week. You ain't got no homework. Usually, I don't know, they started giving us homework on Friday to bring it on Monday. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? This is just bullshit. That's, you see, I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. That's another thing why I didn't do so well in school. Like, I, I, I just hated homework. It didn't make any sense to me at all to have to continue to do school things when I left school. My logic was that when my dad left work, he didn't have to keep working. He could watch TV and and eat snacks and do whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? I, 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 wanna, I wanted to do that when I was a kid. When I get out of school, I don't want to do school shit. Anywho, uh, kids stay in school. Uh, uh, also kids, I am not using anything that I learned in school in my career today. So whatever it is you do, learn how to do it really well. And you won't need any of that bullshit, but stay in school. Um, (laughs) so, uh, fuck, where was I? Who knows? Um, I was, I went to Avet Brothers last night at House of Blues. That was a really, really, really good time. They played a couple songs from Emotionalism, which is my favorite album and, uh, of theirs. And this is on my top five all time list for sure. And, uh, my buddy Rock had an extra ticket and, uh, was gracious enough to let me, let me be the one to take it. So we got there. It was pretty, pretty, uh, quick and painless, but man, people just can't drive. Like I, you've probably heard me say this before on this podcast. I'm not sure, but just, actually I am sure I've said it because it, it comes up often. People are just horrible drivers. I remember when I used to drink, and this is this is a true story, and I'm ashamed that it is true, but it's true, so I'm going to say it. Man, I just was terrified when I drank. I was terrified to drive sober because I would have the shake so bad that I would be scared that I was going to hurt somebody, which is the exact opposite of what is real and what could have happened, but your brain just doesn't work right when you're under the spell of a certain demon like that. But man, I just remember I was saying last night, I was like, dude, I used to get fucking hammered before I would go anywhere. And I could still drive better than most of these fucking people. Cause I got, you know, that being said, I was a horrible driver for a little while. I got all of my horrible driving out of the way very early. So I got in a few wrecks early in my driving career and I put my foolish ways behind me and uh, straightened the fuck up on the highway. But man, just people out here on pure air that just like, get come over on your lane without a signal or like slam on brakes in front of you when there's seven car lengths ahead of them. And the those people are not even slowing down like. 
and, and and a lot of it is because I, I, I do live in a tourist town. Like Myrtle Beach is a tourist area, and Myrtle's Inlet is not quite as bad, but had to drive through Myrtle Beach to get to the House of Blues. And people just like to look, man. There needs to be there needs to be a fucking looking lane, like a lane where people can ride in and just look. I, I know I've said that before. Now I I just had that that weird recall, but there needs to be a look lane, like where people just fucking look. Um. Anyway, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, Avett Brothers. So we got there, and I I've, I've said this many times before. I. I hate crowds. I don't like large numbers of people in one place. That makes me awfully nervous. And, uh, and it, and it's always made me nervous. And, and I, what's funny is I can stand on the stage of house of blues and address the same amount of people. And I'm totally fine because I have my space, but I'm a giant. Like I, I feel like I'm in the way Every time I'm in somewhere like this, because I just know that there's people who are shorter than me and it just, just, I can hear them I, because being a musician and a bartender, I hear everything around me and just, I hear people complaining about not being able to see. And that kind of fucks up my, I don't know. That kind of, I, I, I'm, I'm concerned with that. Like I give a shit if people around me are enjoying themselves as well, as much as I kind of seem like I don't, I actually do. And I just end up backing up and backing up until it's like me and three or four other giants standing along the wall because we're the same. We're all, I mean, we're all feeling the same thing where we don't want to piss somebody off or take away from their experience. Cause we can see from anywhere basically but yeah, I I just I I hate crowds and it was a sold out crowd at the House of Blues. People everywhere, like I just it's just insane amount of people. And I realized looking around that like I was always nervous in this situation, but ever since like there's been these fucking idiot people just walking around shooting people like that makes me much more nervous. And I just, that shouldn't be the case. And I worry. I I don't worry. I know that I'm not the only one that feels that way, but just looking around, looking around that crowd last night, I was thinking like, what if something like that were to happen? Because that's where my brain goes. I have one of those brains that automatically jumps to the least likely and most terrifying conclusion that you can think of. And I'm like, what would happen if something, you know, somebody walked in here and started shooting up the place? Like we all were disarmed at the door. Like I have a, my keychain is a bar key, like a, a, a bottle opener bar key. And, uh, he kind of looked at it funny and let me, let me bring it in, which I'm, I'm actually surprised that he did, but they were checking everybody. So nobody could have gotten in with any sort of weapon at all. Like they would, they, I'm sure they, I remember back in the day, they would take knives like pocket knives and, uh, you'd have to get them back after you left. But yeah, like what would, 
what would the room do? You know, what would, how would these people react? And Avett brothers are, are a, I don't want to call them country because they're not, they're from, they're from the South. The Avett brothers are from North Carolina. So like, the majority of the people who are there are going to be your pro gun people or, you know, they're going to be people who are, well, and I say pro gun, they're going to be the kind of people who I guess would know how to protect themselves in a situation if like that would go down. And, uh, I was just like, it's so sad to think that I, I bring this into my thoughts, like that this exists in my realm of possibilities in my head, because there was a time when that would never be, uh, that would never be possible in anybody's mentality. Like you, you just wouldn't think of it. We're in America. We're safe. We're free. Like that's, that's just something that didn't, didn't occur to us being possible, but now it does. And that's fucking terrifying. I'm not going down that road because I've spent a lot of time on that one in previous episodes and I'm not, not taking that, uh, not taking that route again but yeah i just felt like i was <laughs> and, and and for those i'm saying i'm a giant i am six foot two or three and over 300 pounds i'm a giant uh compared to most people and i kept hearing these girls or this girl talk to her boyfriend behind me like wonder wonder if we could sneak on that side of him or, or, uh, is there any room over there? And I just, I just literally, uh, after that, I was like, I went and took a piss and just never weaseled back into the spot that I was in, in the crowd and, um, uh, ended up along the walls and rock the dude that, that let me, let me use the ticket, uh, rode up there with me. Great dude. Good people. <laughs> he is, he's not, he's a small person as well. And he's like kind of hanging out with me and I'm like, bro, you want to, you know, scoot up here. He's like, nah, man, I'm good, dude. So I was like, I like the whole time I'm like trying to, you know, cater to the folks around me to have a good time or whatever. But no matter, no matter, it was a good time. Uh, it, it, the light show was incredible. Uh, the, the set list was incredible. They're doing two more nights, so I know they saved a lot of stuff, which I can't hate on because we do the same thing when we do multiple days in a row. Um, but I, I thought like there was just a huge revelation that I had in the middle of the gig that like I just feel like I'm in the way. Like I constantly feel like I'm in the way. And I, I remember this quote that Maynard from tool said on one of Rogan's podcast about driving. It's like my, my MO and driving Maynard said this, his, like the, his MO and driving is to get out of your way. And that's a really good way to think about it. Like that's a really good way to, to drive like to, to drive like you're always in somebody's way and it's your job to get out of their way. By the way, if there is 
nobody in front of you and people behind you and you were in the left lane, you're in the wrong lane. Uh, anyway, side note. Yeah. To get out of people's way is the, is the, the point. You know, you may feel like, oh, nobody don't drive faster than I drive. I always speed. So you're going to drive in the left lane. Well, guess what? Somebody drives faster than you. It just get it, 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 just 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 deal with it. Somebody's faster than you. Somebody's behind you. You're holding somebody up. Get the fuck over. Move. Um, <laughs> I don't want to rant. I'm, I've been trying. I've been making a conscious decision uh, or effort not to lose my shit so much lately. And uh, I, people around me say that they've noticed. I hope they're not lying because I really want to not uh, be so much of a dick anymore. Sometimes it just happens, man. Sometimes I can't help it. Sometimes the Gordon Hudgens inside of me just comes out, who was my grandfather. And if any of y'all who listen ever hear any stories about my granddad or know anything about him at all, that'll make sense to you. He was a he was just a mad man. He was mad all the time about something, just angry. We got him a. <laughs> We got him a, a flag, uh, American flag one year and a flagpole out front. Well, that's something else you have to weed it around. Got him Florence Morning News one year subscription. Well, then that's something else that just pile up around here. We had to throw away. He just wasn't happy. Wasn't happy. And I'm feeling a lot like him lately. But anyway, I digress. It was a great show. Great show. But I was worn out. I've also, um, when I, when I play or when I go to a gig, I'm also playing the whole time I'm at, I'm at that show. I'm playing along with them. And, and, and that wears me out, man. Like getting to play with a band of that caliber in my head, obviously, but I'm just as worn out as they are when I, when I leave because I feel like I played the gig with them. And, uh, I didn't know, I would say there's, there was probably a, th- not a third. That's too, that's too large of a, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there was a three or four songs that I didn't know out of the entire show. And, uh, even then I was like, I don't know when they're, when they're playing, I'm just watching them and I'm, you know, finding out what key they're in and, literally just in my head playing along with them. And I, and I, I don't know. I wonder other musicians who listen to this. I know Jeff, Jeff, you're a listener. I wonder if you're the same way. If you, if you, you just, uh, just get worn out from listening to or watching other people play live music. Cause I certainly do. But anyway, just, just a random thought. I had a good time. I, I and I normally don't, have a good time. I normally don't enjoy shit like that. Like I normally don't like the anxiety of being in a large crowd and, uh, being part. Ooh, I just had a really crazy thought. What if I just hate being a part of something with that many people? Like if I just, cause I, I know I get turned off by things. If a lot of people like it, Hmm. 
I'm going to readdress that later. Anyway, I normally wouldn't have a good time being a part of all of those people, like being a part of a number that large. I would, I, I personally like to be part of a small group and I, I would much rather be part of a small group than a large one because usually, usually large groups of people just kind of follow along with what everybody else are doing and what everybody else is doing and what's going on around them. And I, I'm totally not that person. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, try my damnness to if anybody, like if it's a fad or if it's a thing that multiple people are doing, um, that's a surefire way that I won't be interested in it. But, um, I just, I really had a, a, a surprisingly good time. Like I saw multiple people that I knew and that made it feel more like, uh, home, I guess I'm, I am. Oh man. So, uh, me and rock, and this isn't going too far off subject. This is kind of goes along with what I'm uh, speaking of already. Me and rock were talking on the way up about like, man, I just, I love, I like, I just get frustrated and I just, when I'm, when I'm off somewhere, I just like to be around home. I just like to, you know, I just enjoy like the inlet, you know, if I can't go anywhere by like walking there, it's like, you know, it's not worth going. And I was like, well, the inlet's very like, I guess I don't know. I've never been to LA, but you can compare it. I, I, in my mind, I compare it to like, if you, if it's further than like, like five minutes away, it's just out of reach. Like it's not happening, but I, and then I don't know, maybe LA is like, everything takes 30 minutes or, or whatever have you. But it, it, it's like, if I can't walk to get there or if I can't get there within like five minutes time, it's like asking me to go to the fucking moon. And he felt, he he said, he agreed. He was the same way. And I was like, man, maybe it's the inlet. Maybe the inlet just has that effect on people to where you get in there and it's like, it, it won't let you leave. Like I'll just, I, I'll, I'll realize like, now I brought up going to Boone, like just being away from home, being away from my comfort zone in this inlet for that long was just, devastating to me mentally. And I know that that's, I know that that's a weird, a weird thing that I have and I'm working on that. So uh, belay me that judgment, but I, I, I was nice to hear somebody else who sort of feels the same way about leaving, uh, where you, where you're comfortable or leaving, leaving home basically. Uh, uh where was I at? Uh, oh, so yeah, I, I had, I saw a couple of people from the inlet there and that made it feel like, oh, so the inlet's here. Like we're, we're here. Like I've got, I've got, I've got a crew behind me. I've got a little piece of the inlet here that I can see. And Chuck and Meredith, when I saw y'all, it, it, it literally, I, I was, I don't know. You have no idea what it meant for me to see more people that I recognized like, and I saw John and I saw Smitty and Candy there. And, and then I saw Chuck and Meredith and I was like, okay, I'm going to be all right. I'm fine now. You know, I can, I can actually enjoy myself. And I, uh, yeah, I, I have a weird, weird thing with anxiety and, and they're not, I don't call them panic attacks because that's not where they are. 
I, when I have a panic attack, I know exactly what that feels like, and that's awful. But these are sort of just like like stone in your shoe uncomfortability, you know, just kind of like a little, just just a little annoying mentally. And just seeing people from where I'm from and just somebody familiar that really made all the difference in the world for, and, and plus the Avett brothers, had, had, during this time, right before I noticed them being there was, they, they played a couple songs that I didn't know. And a lot of people around me knew the songs and knew all the words. And I always knew all the words to everything. And I didn't. And that sort of, that sort of fucked with me a little bit and, and, and it shouldn't have, of course, but I'm, I'm fucking weird. So, uh, it did, but then, then I, I saw my familiar folks, the Avets played literally one of my favorite songs ever shame on emotionalism, just great song and, and everything, everything was all right with the world there for a good hour and some change. Um, anywho, yeah, I, I, like I said, I wouldn't, I, I, I was very surprised that I had a good time <laughs> at, at a concert, which is ridiculous to hear someone say a musician nonetheless, but yeah, I usually don't enjoy those things, but I really did. So, uh, yeah, go see Avett brothers. They're playing. Well, you can't cause they're sold out, but if you're going, I'm fucking jealous cause we got gigs all weekend. Um, I'm doing, uh, by the way, uh, uh, shameless, uh, band plug here. Cornbread is playing tonight. I think I'll get this out in time for you to hear it before we're playing tonight. Uh, at Boardwalk Billy's, this is Friday the 16th, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I don't fucking know. Uh, but we're playing Boardwalk Billy's tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, St. Patty's Day. Hey-o, get your green beer. Um, we're playing at Quigley's. Uh, oh, by the way, tonight I think we're 6 to 9, maybe 6 39, 30. Not sure. Um, tomorrow we are 8 to 11. And Sunday, day after St. Patty's, uh, I'll be playing at Wild Horse with uh, the new electric band, um, The American Sound, at, uh, at Wild Horse. And we're playing 5 to 9 there. Don't get to play electric a lot, so I'm I'm stoked about doing that stuff. Um, but yeah, the gigs tonight and tomorrow with Cornbread, um, and that's the original lineup as far as I'm aware. It's me, Adam, and Smitty. So, uh, always love to do that. I and uh, love having Ed. Ed's a monstrous guitar player, but there's just there's magic behind the three of us when when it's the OG three. So now that I've made my shameless bands, uh, plug, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about tomorrow. Tomorrow, St. Patty's day. Everybody's going to be fucking hammered. So one, if you get hammered, don't do what I used to do. Don't fucking drive. Whatever you do, Uber has made it too fucking easy and pretty darn inexpensive to get uh, a DUI or to risk hurting somebody. If money is your issue, 
A DUI is much more expensive than an Uber. And I know that that's a cliche thing. A cab's cheaper than a DUI. Yes, it is. And not only that, but that 20 or whatever, 30, even fucking $50 that you might have to spend to get to where you have to go is worth every penny when you realize that maybe there's a life you could have saved if you get out there and fucking kill somebody. Because it could happen. And not, and I'm not calling anybody out, but I know that there's a lot of us that just feel fucking confident that we're not going to that that's not going to happen to us, but it only takes one fucking time and it it's you that it's happened to then. So just keep that in mind. And, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind. Like get, get a fucking Uber, call a cab, do whatever you got to do to not get behind a wheel. If you are drunk at all, don't do that. Also for you noobs, who don't know how to fucking do it. And I've said it before. Get food in you before you start drinking. So that. You don't make you don't make it miserable for everybody else. Watching your dumb ass just be belligerent. Eat something. Get grub in your belly. Like get a good base for that alcohol. Like That's a pro tip for you. I'm telling you. You're getting information you ain't going to learn elsewhere. Pro tip. Eat something, man. Don't be out there fucking up. Eat something. Anyway. (laughs) Also, people who are not drinking, be careful on the roads. Be careful out there on the streets and roads. Because there could be people out there who are drunk, driving around. If you see people acting crazy, I'm not going to tell you to call the law. But watch out for them. Like, get out of their way. And all, by all means necessary. All right. So I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go there. Don't drink and drive. Don't be an idiot. Have good St. Patty's Day uh, etiquette, I, I guess you would call it. Alcohol etiquette. Um, but yeah, so that's that. March 20th, the state of South Carolina is voting for medical marijuana. Now, this is a huge, huge deal. Pharmaceutical companies that are getting people hooked on painkillers and taking them away, which is then driving them towards things like heroin. And if you're thinking, oh, well, you know, people just can't, people just don't need to go and hunt down other drugs because they can't get legal drugs because that's just a fucked up way to be. Yeah, it's a fucked up way to be, but everybody ain't like you. People have addictive personalities There are certain people who are literally just not as strong as you may be. And some people need to replace that feeling with a similar feeling. And they're going to do whatever they have to do to do that. Now, 
there are so many people that are dying from heroin overdoses, from, from any sort of like prescription pills, painkillers, those sorts of things. They came out with a study that showed like the other day, which has been done several times, is that Adderall is basically meth. And, uh, obviously it's, it's more, um, it, it's safer, <laughs> obviously, but in theory it's basically the same thing. And I just look at all of these things that all these illnesses that people have and all these like medical struggles that people face and, Marijuana is 100% able to fix, I would say, 100% of these issues. Marijuana is the best medicine that anybody could ever fucking imagine, given to us by God. And these people just would, these people would rather have us take medications that drive people into addictions that literally drive people to their graves that I mean you've seen Requiem for a fucking dream even the grandma's sitting there fucking jaw knocking like on these diet pills like they they will find a way to get people to take these fucking things and the cost is constantly going up and they wonder why people, and they wonder why there are so many fucking burnouts in the country. And they wonder why people are fucking overdosing left and right on different fucking drugs and different fucking things. I've said it before, they should fucking legalize everything. If there are people who are going to do that stuff, they're going to do it no matter what. They're going to get it. They're going to find it. If it's in them, if they have that personality like I'm talking about, the one that isn't like you, then they're going to find it. They're going to seek it out. They're going to get what they want. Weed out. Weed out that people. Weed out those people. Fuck it. Let it happen. Legalize the shit. What's the worst that's going to happen? The worst is going to happen, yes, is there's uh, families are going to lose a son, a daughter, uh, or, or a dad, a mom, brothers, whatever have you, sisters. They're going to lose a family member. The community is going to suffer a loss. Oh, but then that's a double-edged sword, too. Does that mean that it, it will drive those other people into addictions and things because of the dealing with the loss of a family member? That's a sticky subject. I don't want to touch that. I take back what I said. Maybe they shouldn't legalize everything. But pot, I'm sorry. And and, and the, the bill that's being produced right now, it doesn't mean like I can go to the doctor and say, oh, my back hurts or I feel sad. Can I get marijuana? It's not going to be like that. Like you have to have like surgical like pains to be able to get it. Like there's certain things like there, there's only like maybe six, six different cases in which it would be prescribed, but that's still a huge step 
in the right direction as far as um, being able to get medicine that's not going to kill people in the right hands. Because I'll give you three guesses, but I bet you only need one. You know how many people have ever died from marijuana? Yeah, you, yeah. The the number is a uh, uh, one that never ends, keeps going in that just beautiful circle, because uh, it will always be that way until the government fucking gets and starts spraying pesticides on the fucking plants. Don't be doing that shit. You let this shit happen. <laughs> Like, don't do not do the tobacco thing because, side note, cigarettes didn't start giving people cancer until they started spraying the fields with pesticides. Google that shit. We don't want that to happen. But we are fucking going. That's a big step in the right direction, especially for South Carolina. Uh, voting for medical on the 20th. So between now and then, if you feel strongly about this, uh, it is called the Compassionate Care Act. Google the Compassionate Care Act. Find a way to call your congressman to let them know how you feel about this and how you feel they should vote. But let them know that we give a shit about people's health. And we give a shit about people not being pushed towards something that could literally take their lives. And, uh, this is definitely a much wiser way to go about that. So do that March 20th, do it before then you got two days, two or three days. How many, what day is it? I don't fucking know. I never know what day it is. Didn't I say that earlier? I don't know. Anyway, fuck it. <sighs> Real tide. Roll tight. Alabama's in the... Holy shit. Alabama's in the fucking tournament. Alabama made it to the fucking NCAA tournament for the first time since I've been paying attention to sports. And they fucking made it past the first round. And I was not... I, I, I don't know. We're doing pretty well. I don't know a lot about basketball. Uh, not near as much as I... As I follow baseball and football do I follow basketball but I watched the first like full length basketball game of my life the other day when Alabama played Texas A&M I believe beat A&M and came to a fucking ridiculous ending and like a uh, I don't know a fucking buzzer beater to win it is that how they say it? Is that how the is that how the pros talk? Is that how they do it? Uh, buzzer beater to win it. Hey, uh, Colin Sexton. Um, and then we played Auburn the next day. Fuck Auburn. We beat the shit out of them, and uh, we lost to Kentucky. But I watched all three of those games, and those are the only three basketball games I've ever watched in their entirety in my entire life. And I was proud of that fact. <laughs> For some fucking reason, because I normally don't give a shit about basketball, but this is interesting to me because my team is actually contending. Um, and I don't know what kind of fan that makes me, and I don't really fucking care, to be honest. Um, but we played, uh, who do we play? 
I can't remember. We played somebody random and beat them in the first round. And obviously, I filled out a bracket for the first time in probably six or seven years. And I have Alabama winning it all because why else would I fill out a bracket other than to put Alabama winning it all? Because you know what? If they do it, I bet it'll be like me and a thousand other Alabama fans that did it. But yeah, that'll put me that'll put me right where I like to be, which is amongst a small group of people. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not going any further in that. Been some crazy fucking trading going on in the NFL offseason. The the four highest paid quarterbacks in the league right now have a combined total of zero playoff wins, which is an interesting stat. And fucking hey, man, Jordy Nelson going to the Raiders. Man, I hate to see Jordy Nelson. And I don't give a fuck about the Packers. I mean, I, I, I sorry, Tyler. I just I don't give a fuck about the Packers. And I, but I hate to see Jordy Nelson leave because that's like, him and Aaron Rodgers were like the face of the team. All the commercials them motherfuckers do together, they're like bros, man. That hurts my heart a little bit. But on a Raider Nation looks like they they uh looks like they might not be all oh and, and you know who else they might not be awful is what I was gonna say about Raiders. But you know who else might not be awful this fucking year? The Browns. The Cleveland Browns have made good decisions <laughs> which is not what they do like the browns don't make good decisions but fuck they have made some really good decisions lately and that, that's surprising they 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 picked up a couple of decent receivers i can't remember any names but they i don't know they're they're in a position where they can win six games this year which is a realistic a realistic hurdle for them to, to jump see if they can do it anyway i'm gonna get the fuck out of here we're getting somewhere around 40 something minutes so i'm getting the fuck out of here um be safe out there for uh st patrick's day don't go and fucking hurt somebody or yourself trying to drink and drive Get a good bed of food in your belly before you go out and try to drink with all your friends. And I would say a pro tip as well. Try to keep the car bombs to one an hour. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll be glad you did. Uh... Honestly, yeah, try to keep your car bombs to a minimum. Pick one thing. Pick one thing. Drink Jameson. Drink Jameson all day. Jameson, uh, one ounce of Jameson is 64 calories, if I'm not mistaken. Do that. Jameson is... And don't do that shit chilled. Don't do that shit fucking chilled. Don't be no bitch about it. Drink fucking neat Jameson because that is the way it's intended to be enjoyed. Hey, listen to me. I don't even fucking drink and I'm telling you how to do it. Do what you want. 
do what you want. <laughs> don't 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 pay me no mind. Um, yeah, just be safe. Don't do anything. Don't do anything that uh, could result in somebody potentially dying. Um, and I'll leave it at that. Drink what you want. Do what you want. If you pinch me, I'll fucking hurt you. Um, shit. I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I ran out of words. All right. Enjoy your fucking weekend. Come see Cornbread at Boardwalk Billy's tonight, Friday the 16th. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow night at Quigley's, 8 to 11, St. Patty's Day. Second year in a row we're doing St. Patty's Day at Quigley's. Um, Sunday, American Sound, the Electric Trio will be at Wild Horse Saloon, 5 to 9. These are in North Myrtle Beach, Litchfield, or Polly's Island and Merle's Inlet, respectively. Um, That's all I got. Watch Black Mirror. Watch Black Mirror. Get a a leg up on what the future's gonna be like for our uh, grandkids' generation. Great-grandkids. And I'll tell you, if you haven't watched Black Mirror yet, each episode is a new thing. So... If it doesn't make sense, that's why. Each episode is brand new. Watch it. It's good. Um, Roll Tide. That's all I got. Love you. Mean it. Farewell, Merle's Only People. Enjoy your weekends. Hopefully it's going to be pretty. But if it's not, it's probably going to be fucking cold again soon. Who gives a shit? Who cares? We're getting out of here. Later.